0: Good morning it's wednesday October nineteenth and um we are i'm gonna turn this volume this this gain up a little bit so I don't have to be so close but um it looks like the markets will open down uh futures were were down they were up up until i think seven o'clock i was watching and it took a two hundred point swing so Okay, 30 seconds into the podcast and I already had to pause it just because the dogs were crying. Um, but essentially uh, at 7 o'clock, nothing seemed to happen. Um, but the, the Dow futures took a 200-point swing. The Nasdaq suddenly went negative. Everything kind of went negative. It's just, you know, we've run up so much. Uh, part of the reason why I, I think we're on our way down is just look at Apple yesterday. And what I'm going to do is I'll pull up uh, the Apple chart here in TrendSpider, and you do have a buy in at 141.72. Uh, yesterday's afternoon candle was a fairly big. Um, uh, it was a 0.81 percent, so it wasn't huge. That that's during the period it moved 0.81 percent. It opened at 144. Its high was 145. Its low was 140. So it touched that 140 point. Um, If I go into Active Trader Pro, and I pull up Apple, let's pull up Apple, it is always one of the top traded stocks. But if we look at yesterday's uh, one minute chart, you can see right here, uh, and this is, what time is it? Um, At 2.30, yeah, it was about 2.30, 2.41, somewhere in that, that neighborhood. There was a report that came out that um, Apple was slowing its uh, its iPhone production, iPhone 14 Max, not the Pro Max, just the Max. And that's the phone that where they made it bigger. They didn't make a pro model. They, they made a pro model, but they allowed people to get the bigger screen um, at the regular entry point. Um, This was not a a substantiated report. It said it was one supplier, blah, 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 the whole thing. Um, If you look at, we have earnings coming up next week, the week after, October 27th. Um, If any supplier speaks to the press and Apple finds out about it, they will no longer be a supplier. That's the key point. So with one supplier... I doubt that it's one supplier. I doubt that it's anybody of of any value. Um, And the market kind of knew that. And it kind of moved up. It it closed at about, um, what did it close at? 143.75. It's trading at 142. Um, The market's kind of probably going to bring it down. Uh, The RSI, this one hasn't run up that much. You had a MACD cross up here at 141.72 on October 13th. But just that news was enough to take the market negative. Um, it, it recovered, but that is a minor, minor report. That shows you how, how shaky this market is. Um, then what we had after, after hours was Netflix earnings. And we'll take a look at Netflix here in Active Trader Pro. Um, Netflix, if you played this earnings, you were granted a, what, 20% move? In the stock, it's going to open up at 260 something. It closed yesterday at 241. Um, their earnings were right. They beat both bottom and top line. They grew users. Um, they announced that uh, they will begin cracking down on passwords. And remember what uh, Ted Saran and the co CEO said um, uh, last time, last earnings. He said for every uh, paid user, we have five actual users so that means if they just make a a 25% impact on get one of the four other people uh, one of the five other people to actually just sign up for the ad supported tier uh, and they're making that available by allowing people to uh, have sub sign-ins where the person can pay for that user. Mm-hmm. Um, to have other kind of options within the, the app to, um, to allow other users on or to sign up right there, blah, blah, blah. But they're going to make that available. That would be a, a huge, huge increase. And again, the ad supported tier. Um, they announced that they're, they're going to continue growth. The other main thing that they announced was they will no longer release user uh, data meaning that they will no longer tell you how many customers uh they increased by. It will be a revenue generated report uh and they're going to have to the analyst will have to backtrack into uh users. So I think it went up to about let's take a look in Active Trader Pro. Um because uh I will tell you that there was a buy in uh and I think I went over this. I said Netflix if you want to play earnings, I think it's going to be an or a positive earnings. You've been sliding down from about for, uh, 278 to 264, 266 right now. It closed at 240. So you do have, you, you've got your 10% in there right now. Um, it went, uh, again, it went up to 280 yesterday. The 52-week high is 700. Here's the thing. the The 90-day the, the volume is 10 million shares. The 10-day volume is 14 million shares. So you do have volume kind of impact, pushing it forward, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of price adjustments on this one, where they're moving it back up to 300. Uh, here's my, and there was, by the way, we went over this 231 on October 14th. Um, I know I announced that one that it was a MACD cross-up. Uh, here's what you have to know about Netflix. Uh, this one is shaky. It will not. If you're in this at 231, sell it. Get out. I I I think you might hit 290 between now and 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 the time where the market takes a big downturn, but take your profits. Because I think this one's coming back down to that 240 mark. Um, there's no gaps, there's nothing here. I just see this one kind of capitulating in this area until we see a positive market. Uh, I don't think that this is the start of a turnaround. The RSI is a little bit high. I'd say take your profits. This is one that doesn't pay you a dividend this is 100% just um, uh, you know your capital gains so so your actual asset gains is what you're making so there's no reason to hang on take your profits I guarantee you're gonna see this one lower um, it's just it, it, it hasn't it, it it will start to fill this gap it will not fill this gap up to 340 uh, that's just too big of a gap to start to fill I think you're gonna see this one pull back. Probably to the two fifty mark. Um, I don't think you're gonna I don't think you're gonna see this two thirty one again, but I think you'll see this two fifty mark. And I think you'll see uh on the next upturn that we have, I think you'll start to see that three fifty uh within realm. But and I know I say this all the time that buying and holding wins, this one, I, I think if you've got a profit, you just gotta take it again, I, I I think Netflix is a great product. I've been a subscriber. I pay 15 bucks a month. I share my password. I don't know anybody who doesn't share their password. Uh, they just haven't cracked down on anything. So, uh, they do, uh, you do share passwords that one a lot. Um, here's the other thing. And I would say, if you look at Disney, Disney's got their streaming service. They have their, uh, their earnings coming out November eighth. Uh we did have a MACD cross up October 14th, just like Netflix did at ninety-seven forty seven. You guys know I say Disney um uh under I should go back to Safari view. uh Disney over or under one hundred uh and I was saying that on uh YouTube Live with the uh Active Trader Pro. Uh Disney is back under one hundred. Uh, it went up to about 102 or so for the past couple of days. Um, it did, you know, it, it rose. I would say wait for this one as well. I, I, I think today you're going to see the market drag down a little bit. Uh, Disney earnings are coming up November 8th. I think with positive um, Netflix news, uh, again, growing subscribers, uh, things of that sort. I think Disney's going to announce something good. I think Disney. You look at uh, the other earnings yesterday. United Airlines. United Airlines killed it yesterday, and they're going to uh, grow up way, uh, way up. I think it's up about ten percent. UAL is the symbol. Um, I don't trade this one much. We had a MACD cross up here at thirty three on October third. You're at thirty seven right now. Let me see what they are in pre market. Um, pre market, they are up to do 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 do. Are they at? Yeah. They were at 40. It's 39. Uh, They were at 40. Um, So you've gotten 20% in this one. Uh, Airline is a 100% tradable stock. I don't think it's a buy and hold. Um, But this one is crazy because the algorithm makes you 35%. Buying and holding makes you 4%. The average win is 11%. You have 36% wins in this stock. Um, Delta Airlines is kind of the same thing. Uh, DAL. Uh, and their earnings, they've already announced earnings a few last week, I think. Um, this one's at 32. The MACD cross-up started at 30. Uh, so I think you're going to see Delta Airlines up. I think you'll see a lot of the airlines up just based on United. These guys have pricing power. Uh, the 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 airlines have not been... If you've flown on an airline before, uh, which I'm getting ready to do for, I, I think, the two weeks um, for the uh, MLS finals... Uh, But if you've flown on them over the summer, you know it's hell. I mean, there's no empty seats whatsoever. Uh, I got bumped around. I changed seats four different times. Within 20 minutes, they moved me. Um, It was united just so that people could sit together. I was kind of traveling uh, with my coworker, so it didn't matter that we sat next together or anything like that. But uh, they moved me around a lot. So um, energy. The Biden administration announced that they will uh, begin to refill the emergency reserves at prices between sixty seven and seventy two um, They were pressed this morning, does that mean if the price goes down to fifty that you will be paying seventy two dollars per barrel and and they said, no, doesn't mean that they're just putting a floor in. Where they will start to uh, fill the reserves, and they believe that that's the price of oil. Uh, the price of oil, I think, is around $85 per barrel right now. So they are bargain shopping, they are bartering. This is like walking into a supermarket and saying, you know, your, your tomatoes are selling for a dollar per pound. Eh, I'm gonna give you 50 cents. And, and the supermarket will tell you to bite sand, um, they won't give you that. So I don't know why the White House thinks that they're going to uh, pay $72 a barrel. I think that's what they're telling the Saudis they will pay. I think the Saudis are saying, go pound sand. Um, you're going to pay, and you're going to pay big. Um, you know, I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I think the administration is doing a, a, a fairly decent job um, of some things. I think the energy policy, I think they have to abide by the extreme left. <clears throat> I'm a middle of the the road guy by the way I voted yesterday you guys on Instagram I put it out there I voted yesterday I took a picture so that it counted um, and by the way thank you for the, the, the people who kind of wrote to me and said hey you don't look 52 I feel 52 especially with this cold weather um, but I don't look 52 so thank you for that one but um, you will uh, the, the Biden administration back to this I don't want to get off topic um, they have to loosen their their energy policy. I mean, you know, I, I think the election coming up is going to be Obama missed midterms. His first year, he misread the country. Uh, I think Biden's doing the same thing, unfortunately. Um, I will tell you, record turnout here in Georgia. Uh, I had a half hour wait yesterday. Pain in the ass. Um, if you want to see voter suppression... Understand what voter suppression is. Listen to my story about early voting on, um, on, uh, Rick inside Election Insider with Rick Barron, uh, Richard Barron, I think he, he goes by. But, um, yeah, it's, it's fairly clear. Um, you know, I, again, the story is reserved for there, but you can't tell me that having six parking spaces in a polling place is appropriate. Um, because of construction. That was well known that it was going on. Yeah. That's my issue. Um, but again, you know, it's both sides. Uh do, 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 by with uh the Biden administration refilling the emergency reserve, uh, with China reopening and with December fifteenth uh Russian oil sanctions. Where do you think I'm going? Uh I think you're going to see, let's look at UCO. We haven't looked at UCO. Did this have a turnaround? It did not. It got you out with a 5% gain. There's a gap down here between 28 and 29. I think that one gets filled. You had a $27 buy-in. You could have gotten out up here at 34. Great move. The 27 was September 29th. Um, The 34 was on October 10th. So within like 10, 11 days, two weeks, you made what? 20%? Great move. Uh, Right now, SCO is your play. Uh, the Biden administration is pushing that price of oil down um, here in America. Now, worldwide, they have no control over the price of oil. But they're trying to keep it down by, by releasing more uh, reserves, blah, blah, blah. So UCO is, is just crude oil. Yeah, I think it tracks um, UCO and SCO. I think it tracks WTI, which is West Texas. Um, so Look at the gap up here in SCO. You've got a gap, just like you have a gap down. You on UCO. You have a gap up on SCO between twenty six and twenty seven. It's trading at twenty six fifty three. I think you get that, that gap fill. It's not much. Uh, you know, personally, I probably wouldn't play this one. Um, you look at natural gas boil and 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 K O L D boil. It has, the algorithm has you out. You had a fifty three dollar price uh, price in. At uh, September 29th got you out with a loss you could have had a little gain at 59 like I said 10% in this one take your 10% and get out you lost money on the on the first little part it's created a gap there was pressure downward went right through that gap uh, your RSI is at 28 there is a crazy amount of upward pressure on this one you had this death cross of the 50-day under the 200-day you, the obvious trend of boil is down. Uh, I hate to tell people to stay in. But look at these gaps up here between 88 and 90. Um, they are above the 200 day. That's one of the dangerous things is you are above the 200 day. Remember, when you're trading below this Bollinger Band, it's going to use these moving averages as resistance rather than um, you know, a catalyst. So you, you, right now you're outside the Bollinger Band on the bottom side. I can't imagine this goes lower, but if I were if if I were sure that it's gonna go higher, a hundred percent sure, I'd be way richer than I am today. Way richer. Um so uh, I, I just you know a- again I can't see it going down just tremendously. But uh natural gas is in a different situation than actual uh actual oil. Um uh, if you wanna play uh both sides, Devon Energy, DVN Uh, This one has oil and natural gas. It's positive today by 0.26 in the pre-market. You've got a gap down here that's pretty clear. You've got this button hook that's kind of there, but it's capitulating. See, there's the button hook where if I had just left with... If you just counted on a MACD cross down, you'd be out of this one. But it hasn't... the, The moving averages haven't gotten you out. See that MACD cross down? It's still going down. Now, the problem is... Uh, the RSI is not going down. So at this moment, I'm looking at $70 as kind of the sale on this one. Right now, it's trading exactly at 70 Um, I think if it crosses down, I'll probably sell this one. The problem is the earnings. Those earnings are just right around the corner on November 1st. I don't want to get out of Devon too early. And then have them announce some crazy dividends, some crazy buybacks, some crazy um, capital into investors' hands. That's what I'm kind of afraid of. Your average win, by the way, on Devin, is 19%. So, And you win 40% of the time over a 1,000 candles. This is just clearly uh, because energy has been so good. Look at Oxy. Uh, Oxy is up 0.37. Uh, I do think that 70 is more likely on this one. It's trading at 67. Uh, 97, about $68. Um, this one, we had a buy-in at 61.22, so you're still above your 10% goal. There's a gap down below where it's trading right now slightly um, that hasn't been filled. So I, I do think that there's an opportunity to um, to move downward on the, this one. The RSI is at 56. The MACD is just kind of floundering. But again, that November 8th earnings is what's pulling me in there. Um, my other holding, Exxon. I said it would be lucky to get back to 105. It kind of got to 102 yesterday. Still has confirmation. Um, that MACD, again, is is kind of floundering up there. The RSI is at 61. But their earnings coming up on October 27th just pulls me in and says, hey, don't sell it. Just wait. Um, CVX, which is uh, Chevron, I said under 160. You should buy this one. It's trading at 163. Yesterday, it was at under 160 in the morning. Um, yesterday in the morning, it traded down to 158. Should have gotten in. Uh, their earnings are coming up October 27th. So I, I still think, you know, we can look at Venom, uh, or I'm sorry, Viper. I always call it Venom because the symbol is VNOM. Uh, this one has 11% dividend. Uh, and this one, you know, I, I don't know that I'd get in the RSI is at 60 the MACD is kind of floundering right there. But we had a MACD cross up at tw- on September 30th at $27.99, $28. You're at $32 today uh, and an 11% dividend. They have earnings coming up November 7th. I don't expect this to get beaten back down. I expect these to tr- be within trading range here. Um, this this Viper Energy, it's filled the gap. It, it had a gap here between 28 and 29 which is what I said when it it crossed up at 28. Um, so I, I I do think that you have an opportunity still in energy. Fang, another uh, energy name that we can look at. It's all kind of the same. Uh, these Bollinger bands right here on Fang are just capitulate. Look at how tight they are. And, and that indicates a move up or down. Now, the, there's a gap down here, which scares me. 121 to 125. You're at 142. Um, this one. Your average win is 16%. So um, we can look at Marathon Oil, which is an oil company. Again, if you want to look up any of these, go to Finviz and look up what they're, what they're actually focused on. Marathon Oil, September 30th, cross up at 2282. You're 27 right now. Those Bollinger Bands are syncing up. The, the RSI is about the same. It's at 57. And, and you've got this, this cross. The MACD is just crossing here. So um, energy still in play, 100%. Okay, so energy is still in play. Sorry, I had to help dogs. With energy, uh, there is a trading one that I particularly love. Uh, SolarEdge, S-E-D-G. I always mistype this one, S-D-E-G, but it's S-E-D-G. This is one that I had a cross up here. I think I went over this at 2.03, 28 uh, on October 14th. Right now it's trading at 2.01. Um, It is down this morning, there are gaps, Um, I I think it opened up with a gap down today. Um, So there's a slight gap there. Their earnings are coming up November 7th. This is one that has been beaten down. Now here's the thing, when you go into uh, Finviz, their PE is at 80. I think there's um, there's a couple other solar stocks and I think they were in the 40s or something like that. This year-to-date is down 26%. It's only 9% above its 52-week low of 190. It's 47% below its 52-week high of 389. Uh, because it's a solar stock, uh, it is going to get some, some multiples just based on the um, Inflation Reduction Act. Um, also, you know, solar is kind of in right now. If you kind of know about electricity and, and the cost of stuff going up, if you can get free solar on your house, um, now here's what I want to also do. The last uh, analyst initiated coverage Barclays. Their price target in August was 389. So again, you look at a lot of these uh, coverages and they're in the 300s. This one's trading just under 200. Um, read some articles on it. I like this one. I, I, I can't tell you that it's absolutely 100% hit bottom because as rates go up, this one goes down because they're going to, uh, have to charge customers more money to service the debt. And if you've looked into solar, you know, the majority of what you pay for is on loan. So, um, I like that one, but that, that's just one that, that I wanted to look at um there was a chip manufacturer um, that reported this morning um and i i didn't get the name of it, but you know it is what it is but s o x l this is what i wanted to bring up s o x l had a cross up here at seven dollars and forty two cents you're trading right around there at seven forty nine seven forty eight um there there's a uh, it's kinda gonna flounder here i think The RSI is at 37, so it is not completely oversold. Um, Your average win on this, though, is 21%. You win uh, 30% of the time. The the problem is that there's been so much pressure on these chips. This is a triple levered bull share. This is the bull. If you think we're going down from here, SOSX is your play. Uh, The chips have been completely beaten down, though. S O X S still has you in at seventy dollars, but you can see there's a button hook created here, um, and I don't want to say that it's a, a a clear button hook, but you've got gaps on the way down here. So S O X X um, S O X L would be my play, and that's why I say when I look at those gaps uh, on the way up, just on a S-O-X-L, I think those those need to be covered. So. I would probably play SOXL. I want to see the action. Um, again, you're on a Wednesday. You know, you're within earnings season. There's going to be some earnings movement on this one. If the chip makers come out and say supply is going to be a problem again, you might have a problem. But I do like SOXL. Uh, now, Corey, Corey from Insta- Instagram wrote to me yesterday and gave me quite a few. Um, I found a couple that looked interesting, solid bottoms, and backed by Congress purchase uh, over the last eight days. Main one is LBTYA, LBTYA. And by the way, uh, my guess is these are crazy, crazy stocks. Um, you had a MACD cross up here at fifteen eighty seven. Uh, it's trading at sixteen seventy three. This is Liberty Global. And there's a gap up here between 16 and 17. Let me see. LBTYA, since I don't do research on this stuff beforehand, they're making money. Their PE is two. They're down 40% year to date. Um, October 14th, Citigroup resumed coverage with an $18 price target. Uh, That's the most recent. That's the only one I would trust. Everybody else at $30 from June and stuff like that, I I just don't know where they're getting that one. Uh, I'd have to read into it. Um, They provide broadband internet, video, fixed line telephony, and mobile communications to residential and business customers. It offers value added broadband services. Oh, this is Liberty Global. Yeah, this is a small mm, cable internet company. Um, Comcast is probably a better play on this one. Uh, You can see. Here's the problem that I have with any. Internet slash cable. It's a race to the bottom. These guys, while they make great cash flow because you can um charge customers more and they do have pricing power. Uh they they've earnings coming up here on November first, just glancing at it. Um their their third quarter earnings here, $1.88. You go down to a dollar sixty-seven, losing money. Um, you know, even the dollar eighty-eight per share didn't cause their stock to to grow tremendously. So it's a capital-intensive business, I think. Uh, so, Corey, I would take, um, eh, take that one with a grain of salt. Um, trade the trend. Just look at that trend. It's been clear that ever since October, that one's been a little bit tough. Um, ZTS is the next one he asked about. Um, Zoetis. This is a pharmaceutical company. Um, wow. This one looks... It's a falling knife. Um, so I, just, I think this is one where they lost some patents or their patents are going generic. Um, they have an ex-dividend date coming up October 31st. Earnings on November 2nd. It has been kind of going up on the, the RSI. Um, CTS, let's look at CTS. I'd rather put your money in j and J. I I think it's safer. I mean, honestly, J&J. Uh, July initiated coverage with a $205 price target. um, Signals on, this is simply Wall Street, so they're just talking about um, technicals, not necessarily fundamentals. Um, October 31st, Zoetis declares fourth quarter dividend. Um, Did they up their dividend? Let's look real quick. Um, The board of directors has declared a dividend of $0.32.5 per share for the fourth quarter, paid out on December 1st, 2022. Um, yeah, you have to, the ex-dividend date is November 1st or 1031. Um, so yeah, 32 cents a share. So you're paying, um, you're paying what? 148 for 32 cents a share. Eh, Not sure I love that one. Uh, Again, it's a falling knife. Peak, uh, P-E-A-K, P-E-A-K, health peak properties. Um, this is another one that caught his eye. I. I like this one for a little move, just based on the chart. And and what caught my eye was this gap up here at twenty seven. You're trading at twenty two. Uh, 18 is the the MACD cross up on October twelfth. Um, the RSI was low enough at twenty seven that it, it it should have made a move. You're trading at twenty two ninety six right now. It's kind of capitulating there. You see that green candle right there. I don't know if you guys can see this. That green candle right there, which is the current green, uh, you can see you had confirmation above that green line, which is the nine day. Um, So it was poised to still move. Um, This big candle here, you can see right after the MACD cross up, uh, you closed at 2263. So you were still closing above that green line. So it still had some movement. This one right now, you would have to close above twenty two eighty eight on this candle, and you haven't. You're at twenty two ninety one right now. That's the signal that would tell me, yeah, we're going into continued bearish or or you know bullish or continued bearish. The problem is again, the trend is just down. Um, WBD. Uh, let's see what this one is. Uh, WBD. Warner Brothers. Uh, this ties into Netflix. Uh, i think this one um i think this one and paramount uh i think with netflix kind of coming out uh more expensive than the ad um related um i think you've got this gap here within reach uh it's at fifteen to seventeen you know say in that range uh i think see how you've got these above the green there uh the macd cross up was october thirteenth at twelve thirty one of your picks, Corey, this is the one that I would say you probably would be fine with. Because I think long term, you're you're fine holding on to this. This the, the 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 con the cost of content will get uh Warner Brothers in trouble. But I like this one. I, I, I think you know their their merger with uh Discovery brands I, I gotta tell you, I like HBO. I hate I, I will personal personal rant here. I hate. Uh, HBO always seems to be the app that fucks up on Apple TV. Uh, I'm an Apple TV household. I've got four or five of them. I love the ecosystem. Love the boxes. If you guys are having problems with streaming, it's because you're using one of those shitty sticks. Um, the shitty sticks are horrible. Uh, anything without memory is horrible. Uh, Apple puts enough memory in their boxes that it's good. You can get the, um what are they, the NVIDIA boxes, I think. Um, are great for streaming um, I also think that the roku boxes are pretty good for streaming I just hate the Roku interface personally it, it just it bothers me um, amazon boxes i have an amazon whatever that box is called upstairs never use it because i put an apple tv in in, in its place um, but I like that that having that that amazon box because it it works way better than the sticks the sticks are just shitty don't use the sticks. But I do. Corey, of all the picks so far, I'd say WBD is your best one. And I think with, with the earnings from Netflix, I think that one uh, is a good one too. Personally, I get AT&T Giga Internet at my house. And they give me um, uh, uh, HBO free. I pay, by the way, and and this is probably illegal for me to say, but I get Giga Internet for 50 bucks a month. And it's not... They didn't give me anything. It's been a, a three-year uh, special that they've given me. I just call up when my, uh, th- my when my special's over, and they give it back to me. Fifty bucks a month. I'm not upset whatsoever because fifty bucks. I usually wanted it to be thirty um, because I do live a very cheap lifestyle, and I don't need a gig. I, I'd be perfectly happy with less than a gig, but uh, they give me a gift gig. Shell Oil goes back to uh, his, his last pick, uh, S-H-E-L. This one had a MACD cross up here at 51.56 uh, just yesterday. Um, it's at 51.10 right now. Uh, their earnings are coming up on November 4th. It's energy. I can't see how these guys, what you can see here, and here's the problem. The 200-day is providing significant resistance right here. There's no support. It's just resistance. And your 50, your 200-day is about 52, and you're trading at 51. Um, I think this one gives a pretty good dividend, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 3.81%. Um, their PE is at 5.4%. Uh, one that I know of that's similar is Marathon Oil. Their PE is six point five. They give a one point one percent dividend. So I think Shell is a better play. And I think Shell actually, with that MACD cross up, I think you're right, Corey. I think it's a good one. You've got a a, a gap here between fifty three and fifty four, almost fifty four. Um, if you're trading at fifty one, you would need fifty six for your uh fifty six ten for your ten percent not out of the question whatsoever because you are trading uh, just 24% above your 52 week high. You're 17% below your 52 week low. The 52 week high. I should I got that backwards. 24% above your 52 week low, 17% below your 52 week high. The 52 week high is 61. So I do think that you've got that 56.10 within range, well range. As long as they announce earnings and give great guidance, which an oil company, why wouldn't they give great guidance? So I I, I do like those two. Now, as far as scans, let's move into scans. Uh, Home Depot came up on the scan. And this one had a cross up here. 285.31. That's where it crossed up. You're trading at 279. This is... This is a problem because I think these are part of you know you, you're you, you win thirty one percent of the time, so I think this is part of the sixty nine percent where you're going to move down uh, the gap down here between two sixty one and two seventy two uh, I think that's just too strong of a gap, especially with the run that we've been on in the market uh, this isn't an oversold stock, this isn't a stock that I think is a horrible one, but I think you're getting pulled back down to that two seventy range um And I say that knowing full well that this market, you know, this is one that you probably just want to buy and hold. Home Depot is a great one. It's a well-run company. Uh, They are the contractor's choice. Uh, I think they're, you know, we go over. I've said this many times. I'd rather have Lowe's, L-O-W, than Home Depot. But Lowe's, uh, yeah, Lowe's did not have a cross-up yet. Probably won't. Um, It just got you out with a 1% loss. Uh, I think Lowe's anything under 200 on Lowe's is a great price. They've got their dividend ex date just passed uh, yesterday, so you're not getting the dividend. and That's what's taken taken out of there. Um, their earnings are coming up November 15th. I, I'd rather have Lowe's, but that's just me. Uh, speaking of chips, we went over. I think SOXL is your play for the long play on this one. Uh, Taiwan Semi had a cross up here. Uh, it did just get you out with loss, Taiwan Semi has your average win is only 6% and you lose, you win only 32% of the time. The algorithm loses you 11%, um, buying and holding loses you 27%. This one came up, I was skeptical of it, they've already had their earnings, there's nothing really kind of pushing this one, other than it's completely oversold, the RSI is at 31 Um, There's no catalyst in the future. I think you've got uh of you've got no volume shelves down here that are providing support. Uh, the largest volume shelf is between sixty-four, um, sixty-three fifty and sixty-four. It's at sixty-two right now. Again, I, I bring it up because it's a chip. I, I do think that these things are just oversold. I think I'd rather see you in SOXL than Taiwan Semi. Uh CrowdStrike had a cross up at 156. It's trading at 154. I think my average purchase is 183. I have not been managing this one very well. Uh, They've got their earnings coming up on November 30th. This one, the problem with this one is um, the valuation. And when you go to Finviz, CrowdStrike's not making money. Their forward PE is 83. Um, Their price to sales is 20. If you go to uh, Palo Alto Networks, which is the leading cybersecurity, they're not making money. Their forward PE is only 43, half of what CrowdStrike is. Their price to sales is only nine. Um, This one is down 11% year to date. So it's beating the S&P, which is down 20 something percent. Let's see what SPY is just so we can. um, SPY is down 21%. So. I would see like to see you in Pan W rather than uh, CrowdStrike. I particularly own both of them because CrowdStrike. I think you know it's it's two different products. But um, Palo Alto had it cross up yesterday uh, at one sixty three. It's at one sixty two right now. I think my average purchase price is somewhere in the neighborhood of one seventy, somewhere around there. Uh, These are buy and hold for me. Uh, They're not making money once these two start making money. And there's no way they're not going to make money at some point in time. But once these two start making money, you'll see these stocks at $300, both of them. Um, Next one, T-Mobile had a MACD cross up. T-M-U-S. You guys in the U.S., if you're outside the U.S., this may not make sense. But there's three basic um, network and and phone providers. There's Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. T-Mobile has been taking the other two to the launch. They basically announced this this flat rate plan. They don't charge taxes. It's just one simple price. Um, They started giving you money to trade in your phone. They took away um, all of the other AT&T and and, uh, Verizon customers. Verizon's the most expensive. AT&T's the second most expensive. And T-Mobile came in at a lower price. What you're seeing is AT&T and Verizon altering their telephone plans. Now, personally... I would tell you, if you're paying any more than $30 per month, you should go to my link tree down below and immediately sign up for visible service. Transferring your number couldn't be easier. I've done it three times over the past two years. Uh, you get a PIN from your current provider, transfer it over to the new provider. Simple, hunky-dory. Um, if you sign up below, I think you get $20. I get $20 off, um, $20 off my bill. So... Uh, Link tree. It's all the way at the bottom. Just scroll down. You'll see uh, sign up for visible service I personally have it. I love it. Uh, I haven't had a problem 30 bucks a month. I get unlimited data it's, it's unbelievable T-Mobile stock. i tell you that there's this gap here. That's been filled on the way down already um, Hasn't been filled on the way up. Uh, it's between 134 and 137 personally Uh, Well, I should tell you the algorithm makes you 4% versus buying and holding makes you 20%. Your average win is only 4% on this one. So rather than trade this one, uh, I think I'd steer you more towards Verizon, which had a cross-up and has been much more beaten down. Uh, The cross-up is at 36.72, you're at 37.15. Here's the difference. When I go to T-Mobile and I look at uh, their PE of 99, uh, they don't have a dividend. Their P.E. is 99. You're paying for future growth. When I go to Verizon, uh, their P.E. is 7. And they have a 7% dividend yield. Different businesses in that Verizon is spending more. T-Mobile has already spent their money um, upgrading to 5G. Uh, and Verizon hasn't. Verizon is kind of behind the game. And and their 5G is a little bit more expensive than T-Mobile. So it's a little bit different. but. I'd rather see you buy and hold Verizon than try and trade uh, T-Mobile. Uh, and I say that thinking that, you know, you're putting your bet in, in one, you know, if we looked at T, just AT&T, um, this one has just structural problems. I, I don't think that you get into this one. Uh, they backed out their dividend. Uh, and that's where you see this this gap down here um, between 19 and 20. Uh, they're trading at $15.67. Um, I, I don't think you see this, this get filled anytime soon. I think that 200-day is going to provide you resistance at 18 if you even get up there. You can see the RSI is at 57, and this stock is barely at 1563. So I still think you have some room down here. Uh, one final cross-up here is Target. Target. Here you go. 156. Seventy six. It's trading at one fifty six. I own this one. I think it's at one hundred and eleven dollars. Was my average purchase price? It was years ago. I think it was uh, May twenty twenty, right after the pandemic, um, when everything had shut down. I said, "There's no way Target is shutting down. There's no way they're going to close stores. There's no way that anything is going to happen to Target." And at one eleven, it just seemed too good to be true. You've got this gap here between one sixty eight and two thirteen. It's been semi-covered um, with the run-up in August. And you ran up to about 182. I still say this, this moves the needle up. Um, I, I think you're capitulating here at 150. I think your bottom is going to be 145. Uh, let's see where their 52-week low is. Um, because I think it came last year. Um, 52-week low is 137. So you're 14% above your 52-week low, which came, it looks like, um, uh, June. Yeah, middle of June. Probably the June 7th low. But you're 14% above that. You're 41% before, b- uh, below your 52-week uh, high. You're down 32% year-to-date. So you're not beating the S&P with this one. Uh, your dividend is 2.75. Your PE is 17. So it's an average stock for a company that will probably grow. And and they've got to work through their dividend, their sit, their, uh, their inventory. The CEO said it on their last call. Inventories were the problem. But again, you have this 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 buy up here at 156. I personally own it. I like it. So, uh, I think that's everything that I wanted to talk about today. Salesforce, Lockheed Martin shot up yesterday. Bank of America. Let's look at Bank of America real quick. Um, and, and I'll scoot over to Active Trader Pro um, to look at some stocks um, for day trading. I like Bank of America. Snowflake is down 2% at 169. It's down below that 170, like I told you yesterday. Under 170, just buy it. Don't even ask a question, just buy it. Um, Apple is at 143. You could have gotten it at 140, I think, in pre-market. Abbott Labs is under $100. This is crazy. This one's getting beaten up. And I think it's because they're doing fewer and fewer COVID tests. Um, but I haven't read into their earnings. I personally own it. I think it's a small lot of about five six thousand dollars, so it's not a ton for me. Um, but I do own it for exposure into the healthcare world. And I thought Abbott Labs was about the best I could have. And over the years, it's, it's performed well. Bank of America, you're at thirty four thirty six. I still think that thirty three is kind of your pivot on this one. Because I do think that there's gaps on the way down here. Um, but uh, let's look at Goldman Sachs. I think 300 is your pivot point there. But I think you're well above 300. 311, I I, I think that hype rally comes down. Um, you know, that 307, <clears throat> right after their earnings day, they traded all the way up to 324. Um, I You didn't quite get your 10%. I don't think you have a problem holding on to this one if you wanted to um you look at their earnings 825 per share this one's just going to go up it's going to go down it's going to be a hype play um but uh, you know i'm going to stay on uh youtube live costco let's look at costco did costco participate in any of this rally um no it didn't oh you did have a cross up here 47146 on costco yesterday morning four seventy one forty six you got the dividend coming up october twenty seventh but it's not a big dividend let's see what the dividend is um since we were talking about uh target point seven six it's not a huge one their p e is thirty six so it's still high but bollinger bands are syncing up, indicating a move up or down my my take is that you'll probably move down um i I still think that this four fifty Right here, if I were to draw a line right there, I think that's going to be... See how it kind of bottomed out here in May at about 436. Uh, This was the start of kind of, hey, the the recession is coming. That's where I think you might go. I would say anything uh, around 450 is an absolute buy-in in in Costco. I like it. So, okay, I'm not going to ramble on 48 minutes. That's plenty. Uh, if you have any questions, hit me up on the socials. Thank you to everybody who supports the podcast. Thank you to everybody who tunes into YouTube live. Hit me up with qu- any questions that you have. Um, I appreciate you guys. Have a great day. Get out there. Vote. Do not be lazy. Vote. I want to see this vote get 70% voter turnout for a midterm. Be great. Especially in uh, places where it's a little bit competitive. Senate, the House. Um, My representative, Loudermilk, I hope the guy gets beaten. Not a big fan. Um, I had a mixed ballot, just perfectly clear. Mixed ballot, Republican, Democrat, Libertarian. I voted all over the place, depending on the actual candidate. Um, I did my research. It takes five minutes to do some research. Uh, Don't just do a general Google search. Go to the, 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 the person's website. See what they stand for. Go to YouTube. Look at a little debate. Look at them talk. Can they speak well? Do they understand the 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 issues um, you know simple, simple as that it takes five ten minutes and by the way your your money is impacted more by your vote um, than you even know. so you know the economy is is not doing great. I, I don't know which one to blame, whether it's tax cuts, whether it's spending. the middle of this country is is the the best, so uh, whatever party lines you're on. Do not vote straight down party lines. I guarantee you there's a better alternative just to vote vote mixed. And vote them all out. That's what I say too. Okay, take care. I'm off my stump.